0: All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. We break down all of the Super Bowl trailer drops. We recap the Book of Boba. We tell you why you should be watching Pam and Tommy. We announce our next rewatch. Here we need to go. And here we go, Ordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Feeling really good, man.
2: Oh, I'm awesome. How are you, bro? I'm feeling good. Did you have a nice birthday, Jim? I I did, yes. Thanks for taking me out to local Columbia Heights Amateur Wrestling at the City Hall. Quite an event. Never seen anything like it. Um, That was great, man. Seriously, so much fun.
0: All right, so uh, lots to talk about here. Uh, Jim, what are you? What are you? Uh, 30?
2: Yeah. Yeah. 30, 30, just just regular old,
0: something like that. All right. Well, we're going to have a great episode celebrating your youth and, uh, being one year older or maybe one year younger. Um,
1: or six. Here we we go.
0: Before before we get started, we need everyone to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's podcast. Also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordy's podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free what a deal all right guys what are you guys drinking this time i'm having surly's age of leviathans it's this big huge dark stout that i'm probably gonna enjoy
2: the first half of <laughs> i thought you were off stouts dude i kind of am off stouts but uh it is what it is all right i'm drinking a surly it's called permanent echo it's a double ipa it's kind of like a, a resiny darker amber color one you know like a west coast style yeah yeah. And I, I really like it. It was a, in a six pack for like
1: $11. So I'm down with it. Cool. I'm, uh, this I think this is a throwback. This is, uh, prize the peace offering cold pressed stout with peace coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid beer. Very good.
0: So, all right, guys. Um, let's dive right into this. We're going to start with Do We Care? There was lots of trailers that we need to talk about. First up, we're going to talk about. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. It dropped right before the Super Bowl started. Huge trailer, tons of stars, tons of new people, tons of things that we have questions about now. What did you guys think about this trailer? I
2: like. I was excited for this movie, but the first trailer didn't do that much for me. Totally this agree. Trailer, now this trailer, I don't need to see more. You know what I mean? Like, I am fully sold. I'm very excited. Uh, there was so many little details to unpack. It was definitely one of those like you watch it and then you go like watch the other youtube video where they like 10 minutes later they have something up breaking down did you see this did you... fucking patrick stewart is in it you guys yeah yes and like maybe reed richards is in it and like yeah. tom cruise might be the ult- like superior a bad guy uh, version of iron man in it i mean it's gonna be nuts you guys
1: what yes you didn't see any of this yes. there?
0: So I saw when it, but I Dr. Strange
2: like, gets in trouble and he's in front of that kind of tribunal, the person yeah. speaking is Patrick Stewart as Professor X. So and then like blurry in the background, you can see somebody that might be in like a Fantastic Four outfit. And then all like the, the Tony Stark built bots are like all silver, like his like bad guy version of Iron Man. Dude. The, the fanboys, which I'm not, I just don't know enough. But I appreciate that they're out there doing the Lord's work,
1: breaking these things down. It's, well, it and that makes just you crazy. it makes you think of the you know Loki, you know pieces where they kind of talked about this stuff too. So yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely bonkers. Um, it's coming out on uh, May 6th. My brother's that's not birthday. that far. Not that Hopefully far. You rent a theater. Yeah, we should rent the theater. Love that. What's this rumor okay. I hear you can bring coolers? If you do that, is that is that real? Well.
2: I mean, I said I was going to bring a cooler, but what I'll really probably do is like tuck a bunch of like good beers into my pants. And stuff oh, okay. my winter jacket with lots of Yeah, goodies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I don't yeah, you can't just wheel. It. They still want you to buy their their shit. I'm going to have
0: like we're I'm going to have one of those
2: there. like like those bullet tra-
0: strap things that like Rambo wears. Yep. Of beers. Perfect. Yeah, that's my plan. Yeah, give me one of those two. I'll fill mine up. Okay. So we're really excited about that, obviously. This movie should be one of the big movies of the year. And it makes me feel like, at this point, um, Marvel is all in on Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland. Is that fair to say? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Pretty fair. I'd say Tom Holland is their their guy they're most psyched to put in as much as they can. Um, And Benedict has to be, yeah, probably right there second.
1: I mean, then when you think about Mark it,
2: Ruffalo. Benedict, is like, Benedict is, like, maybe the best actor in the world. What do you mean by that?
0: Oh, I Benedict, mean, oh, best, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, I, why not? Sure. He's just, like, in the conversation of maybe the best actor in
2: the world. I mean, he's-, best, best, he's current he, working actor, top of his game, Yeah. nominated and, for best actor and support. It, like, he's in two, you know, he's in the biggest grossing movie, and he's in the highest nominated movie at Power of the Dog. He's yeah. crazy top of his game. All
0: right, Um so we're excited about that one. Uh, we also saw the Nope trailer.
2: What did you think about this? This is Jordan Peele. Dude. Do you, I mean, do you like these Jordan Peele movies? Us. He did Us. He did Get Out. Get Out. And this is like the third one. And it's called Nope. And I think it looks amazing. Like, I am more excited after seeing this trailer than I was for seeing the Get Out trailer or the Us trailer. I remember the the feeling yep. I was I was getting from those and I'm like they look creepy but they look kind of boring. This to me looks creepy and really exciting.
1: Yes, I agree. And I think Get Out told a very important story. Now I kind of just want to like let Jordan Peele, you know, just kind of take the training wheels off, right? Mm-hmm. Just give us your best shot. You know, yeah. what, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be like socially important. Maybe there's a little bit of ties in that but just like give us your best you know your best swing at a home run here let's see what you got
2: yeah i mean it looks like he's got a big budget it's got cg in it it's got like all these things it's obviously this great black cast and he's writer producer director black dude you know so it's inherently a black film um and we'll see how heavy those themes are is it going to go as heavy-handed as the last two i don't know if it if it is that's cool um doesn't doesn't you know it doesn't need to be that but I'm excited, man. This
1: one looks really, really fun. What was the show uh, that we thought was good after the first episode, Them. and then no, the TV show on HBO Max, Lovecraft Country. Don't I oh, don't want yeah. don't give me that. Don't give me any of that. Ugh, that was such a Lovecraft, huge disappointment.
0: Lovecraft like was another one of those HBO shows that got worse with every episode. Yep. Yeah, and then the didn't. opposite Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen was.
2: Um,
0: okay, are you guys excited about this one? Yeah, I, think oh, definitely I would
2: definitely care. I probably absolutely.
0: Be. Uh, what about Men? The Men trailer dropped. No one seems to know what the hell this is about, but everyone seems to think it's going to be good. Why should people care about Men?
1: So this is Alex Garland. This is my guy. Jimbo turned me What's, on to him.
0: <clears throat> and what has Alex Garland done? Just for those of
2: us who don't know, whatever well, he's another recommend. writer director. He's
1: though, done right. So this is his yeah. vision. Yeah. Yeah, he so he did the most recently did the TV show Devs, which we didn't really like. Like there were some cool elements to it, but not the best. Uh, but he's done movies like Ex Machina, which was up for Best Picture. Um Emily Masterpiece. He did Oblivion, um, which was a really wild, crazy uh movie. I liked it, I enjoyed it. Ending was a little bit off, but overall a very good experience. Um another movie called Sunshine. Um lots of good um, Annihilation
2: with, with or yeah, Annihilation. That's what I meant.
1: I, I said I said oblivion, I meant Annihilation. Um I conflated mm. the okay. that movie with the Tom Cruise movie. Annihilation. Really good. Um fantastic stuff. Um and so this this trailer kind of dropped out of nowhere and I have no idea what the hell the movie's about. There's definitely some like weird religious occult elements uh but that's just conjecture based on the 2 minute yeah. trailer. So, no idea.
2: I don't really need to see more. I'm excited. Like they had me at Alex Garland and then the trailer was like super creepy and cool. I'm 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 ready for this. It's one of the best trailers I've ever seen, honestly. Yeah, doesn't give away anything.
1: All right, guys. But sets the hook. What about Lightyear? Yeah. yeah.
0: What, did what? Lightyear, what did Lightyear do for you guys? The Lightyear trailer dropped. This new Buzz Lightyear show from Disney+. Plus.
2: What would you think? It's a movie. Um, it's a movie? Oh. Yeah, it's a movie. I think I it's like going that. to theaters. It's going to be cool, man. I mean, it looks great. It looks like a big action, you know, CG, obviously. But more realistic, right? So it's not super cartoony. Um, I think it looks fun. I don't know. I think it's definitely something that, like, Kids and their parents can enjoy. I'll, I'm sure I'll see it with my kids. Yeah, I I care. I'm into it. You care more because you have kids. probably sure that's fair.
1: Yeah, it kind of looks a little darker too, like in terms of tone compared to Toy yeah. Story. I'm into it. I care a little bit. I, I don't know enough. if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I I kind of care. Um, I I like the fact that Chris Depp, Chris Evans is going to be you know uh, voicing Buzz Lightyear. I think that's cool. Um everyone is con everyone is super concerned with how this is going to line up with how Toy Story started. And it's like, who cares? What what, what, what do, does it matter? I like is, I know, but why yeah, though? I'm, like like what does it matter to your life? I'm just incredibly and how curious. you're gonna live it? What I'm hoping I'm for curious. in this
0: is that um he's completely different than the the Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. And
2: I guess it's he's the real guy, is it? Isn't that it? Apparently. Well, there is no real no. guy. He's a fucking toy based off a like a cartoon, you know. So I don't really know how it's going to work. Um, what I would have liked best is if like it was about a different Buzz Lightyear
0: toy, to be honest with you, and like he had a different life and he was different and he had a different personality. But at some point, he like ran into the original characters.
1: The Toy Story multiverse not- is what you're talking about, Eric. Yeah, Whoa. that's my wow.
2: Yeah, uh, no, I I do care, but, you know, it's a kid's movie.
0: All right, what about uh, Lord of the Rings, the teaser from Amazon? We finally got to see more of it. Uh, Does this do anything for you guys?
2: Here we go. This is it. This is the one. I mean, has to be one of the most anticipated shows for years. We've known about this for four years in development. Yep. Um, Amazon spent a billion dollars before they even started making the show, or two billion before they even started making it. This is going to yep. be. Ma- I mean, it's going to be a big cultural impact, whether it's like a laughing stock or it's the new Game of Thrones. I think that there's only uh, two options. Now, I watched this short trailer, which we saw our first live action footage of any of it, and I thought it looked cinematic. I thought it looked expensive and high end and interesting. Going from race to race of these different people—the dwarves and the men and the elves and uh, cool, like creatures that look like. Very good. Look like in you know Harry Potter seven. Uh, I thought level of CG. I'm excited for it. And then I go to the group chat, and I didn't get back what I was putting out. So Ryan, <laughs> what do you think, man? I know you. Maybe you're too close to the the subject matter. What do you think?
1: I'm too close to the fires of Mount Doom to be able to. Uh, yeah. No, um, <clears throat> the uh, my biggest complaint is that it looks. And I re- this is stolen from a Reddit comment. That it looks expensively cheap. Oh my
2: god, you guys. Get off Reddit.
1: No, no, no. But I think it makes sense. I think this... It looks more like the Hobbit trilogy than the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and that is a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want more of the Hobbit. Um, And then... I saw the the tweet about the notes that Jeff Bezos was giving people of like how he knows how to tell a story and like it needs everything needs these seven elements or whatever it was from his book, and like that stuff's just preposterous. Like if Jeff Bezos is driving the story of the Lord of the Rings, it's doomed for mediocrity. Um, I'm yeah. sure it's like the uh, the the quick scene where the the I think it's Galadriel um, who's supposed to be Cate Blanchett. Um, you know, kind of jumps and like jabs her knife into the ice. And Adam said the same thing that I was thinking like, this looks like a video game. Like it, it, it looks mm-hmm. the, the CG doesn't look real. It's overdone. It feels silly. I don't know. It looked, it looked too cartoonish for me to be able to be like, wow, that looks amazing. Um, I just didn't feel it. I, I obviously care. I'm obviously going to watch, um, it just mm-hmm. it gave me that vibe of like Wheel of Time, and that's not a good vibe. Yeah, I got better vibes in that.
0: Uh, I think um, it's going to be cool because it's going to just be so expensive. But I'm also not like not that pumped about this. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I, I I have no real connection to Lord of the Rings. The only thing that connects me to Lord of the Rings is that I loved reading the Hobbit book, and that's it. And so. Well, I, I think the movie loved, loved the time. rewatch.
2: You said it was one of your favorite rewatches we did.
0: Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It was good. It was a fun rewatch because I went from hating them to liking them. <laughs> um, I hope it's good. I hope it's another great show. I hope it's the next Game of Thrones. Um, but I do have some doubts about about it. And oh, yeah. I thought it looked at times amazing and at times like a video game. And yeah. that's my only issue.
2: Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, and maybe they'll, maybe to go they'll over- clean that up.
1: Quick. Yeah, maybe they'll fast. clean all that stuff um, up by the by the fall, and and it it may not seem like too much of an issue, um, but I was not as enthused as Jibo was. Okay,
0: all right, that's fair. All right, keeping it Amazon. They're also uh, having a live action Blade Runner twenty ninety nine show fifty years after the movie that we had out a few years ago. Um, does this do anything for you at all?
1: I don't know. I it would should. love for it to. I, I don't think so. I mean, it I think that's
2: going to be a part of it, which is good. It'll probably have a whole different cast. You know, no reason to think anybody we've seen in other, like Ryan Gosling's not going to be in it. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm so-so on it. I think that they're also doing like more. I think that's going to be a little ways out. And they're going to have a, a, like an animated show, I think, on Netflix coming up pretty soon, too and that I'm like I'll check that out. I'll check that out both of them out. I like the property. I think it's it's good stuff, but I still think that the original Blade Runner is is an A plus. You know, what was it 2049 or 2099? what was it? 2049 2049. Yeah. Um that was like you know, an A minus. This will probably be a B minus and down you go.
1: So we'll see. Fair enough. I I agree with everything Jimbo said.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, uh couple other things in television um we have oscars they'll be hosted by amy schumer regina hall and wanda sykes does this do anything for you guys nope i will not watch and it. i don't think i'll watch for, it i don't think there's anyone who is going to get me to watch it to be honest with you. i'm on the right. seth
1: rogan train of like the only people trying to get people to care about the oscars are the people that run the oscars and right. like i see movies like licorice pizza on the best picture list. And it just drives me bonkers like that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to attract people with that type of movie being up for your most prestigious award. I'm sorry. I, I I'm yeah. sure Paul Th- Thomas Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson did a great job writing and directing this movie. It should not be up for best picture. If you're trying to get people I mean, maybe to care should, about the Oscars,
2: but like there can be room for more than that. And there's only that type of film on there. Um, well, like, it, and uh, what was the Don't, don't like, Look Up
1: was, like, 65% on up, Rotten maybe. Tomatoes. I
2: watched, and that's about what I'd give it. I'd give it maybe, like, an 80. Like, I didn't think it was some brilliant fucking movie. It I was, thought, like, okay. I liked the take about, should Spider, why isn't Spider-Man up for it,
0: but Don't Look Up is. Don't Look Up was much worse than Spider-Man in every way possible. Yeah. And I liked Don't Look Up. I liked it. It was, like, I a cute it was fun, Netflix Cute Netflix movie that was fun, and I laughed, and I had a good time watching it. Spider Man was like, I went to the theater and saw it, and it was epic, and it was like an absolute event, and the story was amazing, and like I, it was like a, it was a memorable time watching a movie. Don't mm-hmm. Look Up it was like, if I wouldn't have seen it, I would have been fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's outdated. Um, I guess I just don't care. One one host. Only one host would get me to watch. You know who that is? Who? Ricky Gervais. Dave Bird. Oh. Dave Bird. Yeah, that would be good.
0: Um, all right. Uh, next up, we have some good news. Uh, Russell Crowe is going to be in the Craven the Hunter movie as the Hunter's dad. Does that matter?
2: I mean, these are all going to be really bad, right? Yeah, he's going to be terrible. I don't even watch these movies. I don't care. Okay, okay. Let's just move on. Don't care. Moving on. Better
0: call Saul's final season is finally upon us. I don't care. Don't care.
2: I haven't watched I it since watch season. I tried since season two. Yeah, yeah. That's when I quit as well. Wanted okay. to like it. How didn't? How to with John Wilson
0: is getting a third season on HBO. You guys love this show.
2: Oh, I love it. Fantastic. I love this show. It's so pure. It's like just warms my my cold dead heart. And it's like a show that I turn on and just smile the whole time. And then every once in a while, they just crack my crack up. Just like, just love it. Um, It's just a wonderful little show. I I would recommend how to with John Wilson to anybody go
1: watch this first season, second season. I'm so glad he's getting more. Yep. Totally deserved for a guy that spends, I don't know how many hours recording random shit in New York city. Yeah. He just walks around the camera all day comes Just an absurd amount of time just standing somewhere recording things happening in New York City. It's insane. And he turns it into and a great he story. And, like,
2: talks to weird people in shops and then like, ends up at their house filming. And yeah, just he goes on weird fucking Ended tangents.
1: up at a dude that is trying to stretch out your foreskin for penises for people who are circumcised. And you're like, what? How did you get what here? What a fucking that was the, just some uh,
2: incredible television from season one. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted to reclaim what was taken from him. All right. Um, guys, next up Futurama is getting a revival. It's coming to Hulu. Do you guys love Futurama? I think Futurama was brilliant. Like, I think that I liked when Futurama was, was peaking. It was more, it was better than, than um, Simpsons ever was. Cause this is all Matt groaning, right? Yeah. Um, but then I watched like, you know, the seasons, they got a little worse and worse as it was like the last couple seasons of Futurama when they sort of tried to revitalize it weren't quite as good. And then he went this he did this disenf- disenchanted just show. You guys ever tried to watch that? The medieval? Oh, yeah. magic- not very good. Unwatched. It's not good. It's not a good. Wow. And so why would I think that the 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 new episodes that are coming of Futurama are going to be any better? Uh, don't have high hopes go watch the original shit because it's perfect. All right. And then uh, we
0: did get word that uh, Owen Wilson is confirming that he will be back in uh, season two of Loki and that filming will be starting soon. This is exciting. Owen Wilson in the MCU is amazing. Owen Wilson is probably my favorite actor in the whole world. (laughs) And uh, Loki was the best show that Disney plus has done. Maybe Mandalorian's in the conversation.
2: Yeah, I agree with all that. Totally. Um, I'm excited.
0: All right, guys, and then we've got to move into the world of Star Wars because there is a rumor that there's going to be a new trilogy uh, called something like Starting Up a New
2: Order. Is that right? Um, and Well, it's going to pick up with, with Ray and Finn and that group, and then they're going to, uh, apparently, if there was going to be like an overarching story, that they're going to try to start again with the Jedi Order, which has failed every time they've tried it, but okay.
0: And and they're, let me guess. They're going to try to start up a government, but they're not going to be able to. And then, like, some evil people are going to come in and set up an evil government. And then but I'm going to guess that they're going to make... I'm going to guess they're going to make a giant planet-killing weapon as well.
2: Uh, No, 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 no. Not a planet-killing weapon. It's going to have to be a universe-killing weapon this time. A, galaxy, I, I a that,
1: galaxy-destroying galaxy
0: like, weapon. I, I, I just honestly, at this point, I believe that Star Wars... Um, I think that they could do anything and they have the ability to um, create and use all this old content that would be really exciting for people. And I think that they should actually move backwards at this time. I think that would be the better decision is to go back in time and tell some early, thousand years before stories about the Jedi and the early parts of the religion of the Jedi and the Sith. That's what I want to see. There's a lot of cool, like, canon lore that's, never been um, used or has only been used in like video games and like weird, obscure comic books. And yeah. as someone who doesn't play a ton of video games or read weird, obscure comic books, I think that's what I would want to see the most. So I don't need to see any more Ray and Finn. I actually like those movies more than most. And I don't need any more. Of them.
2: You want to know what needs to happen? I actually do. I want, I think there's room for all of it. I want, I want both. So one thing I totally agree with is that I do want to see Jedi as a full strength order doing good in the galaxy, because we hardly got any of that. Like yeah. even from, they were falling apart from the beginning, even in the prequel movies, right? They're starting to make big mistakes. They haven't, they, they missed all these signals from the Sith. They were being dogmatic and driving people away and making Anakin turn to the dark side and literally kill fucking everybody. Um, even then they were fucking up. Like, let's go they back had- to had- when they, they were had- good. They had Anakin and Ahsoka, and they lost both of them by just being incompetent idiots. Literally crazy. So, like, I don't necessarily want to see them try to build the Jedi Order again, dude. It does, at least unless you're going to have all new rules where you it's not the Catholic Church. Then maybe. Um,
0: but, yeah, yeah I want, the back I want, I want them, them to like pick up
2: a good force in the universe. And they should pick up our boy Cal Kestis. Yeah, but not that actor. That guy's lame. Recast his ass. Well, he's a fucking video game character. Yeah, like he's give me based a, on person, a real guy. Like, you can Google him. He's like, he was in Breaking Bad and stuff. He's like a real guy. Interesting. He's like a kid. Well, all right.
0: Um, so let's keep it Star Wars. As we move into Hot Rex and Not Rex, we finished up The Book of Boba. Um, I need your guys' overall thoughts. We're going to keep it,
2: let's try to keep it mildly spoiler free, but we're it's going to be impossible to totally do that. Well, I don't want okay. to spend that much time on it. So let's just, you know, we don't need to get into every detail. It's just not worth it. No, no my point was just totally like, let's
0: talk about it without completely blowing the season for okay. someone who's still going to be watching it. We can give our overall thoughts. Um, I think that this was poorly done, okay. I think would be the way I would describe this. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that I hated the story so much. It's I think I hated the writing, directing, producing. I think <laughs> I hated the production of it. And that's the, that's worse. Like that's the most I surprising think, thing, right? That to me is the most surprising thing. Like I think that they could have told me a boring story in an interesting way. And instead mm-hmm. they told me um, a story that I'm not sure is interesting because they told it so poorly. And <laughs> the, I love that. The um, fight scenes looked so low budget for something that I know wasn't low budget, that it was like awkward. And I don't know. I, I, it, it looked like it had like the same production value as Mandalorian price wise, but it had, had all bad people doing it. Mm-hmm. And that was just crazy to me. And the, the one episode that Bryce Dallas Howard did, um, I really enjoyed, you know? Oh so when God. they brought in a heavier hitter, I really had fun and it felt like must watch television. And when but they got a away, I, I know that was, and it's, and it's like, I think that Boba is going to take a, a beating by the public. But I kind of think that like Team Star Wars at Disney is the people who need to take the most heat yeah. cuz I think they mm-hmm. just did a really bad job. Well I think yeah. it was fun to see some of the characters and some of the interactions that maybe we didn't think we'd get for a long time getting them here was fun. Um, but overall like the like the steampunk kids like driving around on like bikes
1: and like oh uh, it, it was like it was like the beetle board and they were like Remember we're, the beetle we're, pin- we're pinned down we're pinned down. We can't go anywhere. And like most generals would have been like, all right, they're just fucking kids. Like who cares? Let him get killed. But for some reason, yeah. like we had to like pretend to care about these. Like, I think this show should have been like spliced into two episodes of the Mandalorian. And yeah, that's all we really The needed. other way around. Like I, I don't, instead, instead of the other way around. Yeah. They took
2: huge story beats from Mando, like the reunion of, of, baby Yoda and Mando and him like getting kicked out of the the Mandalorian Order the Darksaber learning to use that um all those huge story beats and they and like they all that Luke stuff I mean all that stuff was incredible but I'm annoyed that I had to watch a lot of bad TV to get those moments you're totally right Ryan I hadn't thought of this but just bring boba back into Mando a little bit yeah and have moments in Mando
0: And I I would say the other thing is, is like, um, I, there are bad episodes
2: of Mando. Like there are, there are like kind of prison break scene episode comes to mind. And then yeah, uh, there's like some cheesy episodes that are kind of like poorly directed and
0: kind of feels like this, but there's just so many of the Mando episodes are so good and mm -hmm. so well done. Well, I mean, every, every every
1: show, every great show has those problems. Like Game of Thrones, like not every episode was perfect, you know? Yeah, any anything involving Gina Carano was probably not going to be that great from a Mandalorian perspective. Um, But they were they're there. They're out there.
0: Overall, I mean, it's it's another thing like like when we complain about Game of Thrones or we complain about, you know, an HBO show or, you know, it's it's good television done in a bad way. Like it's better than most things on TV usually, but it's it was disappointing. My expectations were sky high. And they were not, they didn't get me close to those. I think that was the worst part of this. So, Book of Boba, overall, it was a big disappointment. I'm going to go as far as saying it was the worst thing that we've seen on uh, Disney Plus. That was a Star Wars or Marvel show. I would agree. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. I I think I liked Falcon
1: and the Winter Soldier better, which was the second to last. So, agreed. I actually liked it a lot better. It's, yeah, it's weird because, like those, like Eric mentioned, the, the Bryce Dallas Howard episode and then the next episode, like those episodes were far and above anything in that Boba Fett had done at all. Like in the entire season, there, there wasn't 30 seconds of any of the Boba episodes directed by Robert Rodriguez that felt anywhere close to the two Mandalorian, like the two Mandalorian centric yep. episodes. Um, and that really tells uh, a very, you know, strong tale of how poorly constructed this was. Um, Yeah. And it never felt essential. It never felt like, like we, I mean, in the, in our group chat, we were on the verge of like, do we even need to continue? Like, uh, I think we kind of need to stop.
2: And then, Of course, Disney proves you have to watch all of it. You cannot miss anything because they're going to take huge moments from the shows you do care about and the characters you do care about and, and mix them. So, um, yeah whatever at least we got kenobi it's gonna be the greatest show of all time can't wait
1: <laughs> There's,
2: there's good stuff coming up on disney with moon knight kenobi ahsoka i mean they
0: have good stuff coming up so we should oh, be yeah. getting more yeah. can't wait all right uh something that does feel essential jim is uh pam and tommy on fx tell everyone how good
2: this is and why not just some people but everyone needs to be watching It's, it's really good. I mean, the, the transformations that the main actors did to turn into Pam and Tommy is must see. Um, I figured out the tone of it too and what they sort of tried to emulate. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. It's the big Lebowski. It's set in LA. There's a big porn aspect to it. It's a kind of a caper. Like that was a ransom. And this is like a sex tape stealing and selling. Um, but they're kind of like bumbling idiots that are in way over their head, and that's the same storyline, and it's got that same tone. So I think if you liked that, you will like this. Um, you don't have to care about these people, these actors and rock stars in order to enjoy it to me it's it's like my second favorite show out right now after Euphoria, so I'm every week boom, I'm watching it right away. It's a great, great show, okay, all right, guys, I watched. Archive
0: eighty one on Netflix. And I really um I, I'm gonna give this thing a wreck.
1: Maybe not a hot
0: wreck, but it's a wreck. It's eight episodes of a creepy, I wouldn't call it quite horror, but definitely a creepy, occult Netflix show. Um that was scary at times. Um overall I thought it was pretty good. It seemed pretty low budget and for the budget it seemed like they kind of maximized what they could do. Um I would say it definitely peaked in episode six, like five and six were really cooking and I was really into it. Um, I'm not sure it ended quite as good as as it was at that point. Uh, But overall, I think this was a good show. It was the right level of scary. If you are like me and you're like a wimpy person at this point of your life, um, it was the right level of creepy that I couldn't turn off, but I felt just a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit more alive. So I do think people should give this one a try. Archive 81 on Netflix it's kind of a show that I don't think Netflix has other than maybe um the haunting shows. Haunting of M- haunting
1: House.
0: of Male House and what is it, Bly Manor or whatever. Yeah. Other than maybe those shows, this is something that I don't think that they necessarily make a lot of. Um and it's like approachable horror is what I would say, I guess. But for, for adults. Yeah. It's an adult yeah. show that's scary, but it's not too scary or too gross for you. Um It was a little bloody. It dealt with religion in a way that was spooky enough. And I kind of found what I think is scary. Um, It's realistically uh, supernatural. So like supernatural things that I can suspend disbelief enough to think like, well, fuck, maybe that could happen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also obsolete technology, for whatever reason, can be scary. This guy is um, fixing up tapes and digitalizing like VHS tapes. And I found out VHS VHS stuff is just scary now that it's a completely obsolete so like, technology. cuz you don't know what's on paranormal there, act- tapes.
1: Yeah. Pa- yeah. Paranormal activity meets The Ring for you. is well, essentially yeah, what it's, this it's, it's I mean, like there's that. a
2: whole series of super weird movies called VHS, like VHS 1 and 2. Oh yeah, like really I, I remember those. stuff. Yeah, so I I think you're definitely onto something. I'm I'm sure they tapped into that as he was restoring these old kind of melty
1: tapes. Eric, did you watch Paranormal Activity? Yes. The first one. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Loved it. I loved both
0: of the first, both I saw the first two, and I thought they were wonderful. Um, And those were definitely scarier than this. This Those movies were so scary. I actually think that the thing that was scary about this was that, like, it was the perfect kind of scary for me. It was like I was prepared. I I kept thinking something scary is going to happen is what I kept thinking the whole mm-hmm. time and mostly scary things weren't happening but I just kept thinking oh gosh something scary is going to happen and like my mind was playing those tricks on me then they didn't have to and so I'm not saying this is a perfect show um, but I do think this was like a surprise hit for Netflix and I think those are always kind of fun when there is kind of a surprise hit where people are kind of like oh damn yeah you should probably watch that eight, eight
2: good episodes I think it's a wreck so eight episodes it's called what now Archive okay. eighty one, generic ass name. Hard to remember. Archive eighty one. I'm on yep. episode four. I finished four, so I'm going to finish it per your rec. Thank you, Eric.
0: Yeah, I think you're going to get really into it, and then you're going to be like, "The ending was fine."
1: Eric. Yeah. I think. I'll knock all you. right. Based on that, I think you should watch Station Eleven. I will. If it's kind of like that, then I might need to watch it.
2: It's really, really good.
0: All right. Uh, so next up, guys, Nightmare Alley from
2: HBO, it's not HBO and Hulu, both of you watched it. Why should people be excited about Nightmare Alley? Oh, dude, it's it's master of cinema, our guy Guillermo del Toro. He doesn't make that many movies. What does he make a movie like every 3 years? I mean, he made Shape of Water was his last one, right? I think so. And that thing is yeah. not so this this movie Nightmare Alley, Bradley Cooper, um, I don't know, Kate uh, Blanchett, Ron Perlman, list. yeah, dude. Willem,
1: Willem Dafoe yeah,
2: so if I I'll just start out with the only knock I have on the movie. It's a little long. It's probably it's a little 2 long. plus hours long and there's, you know, multiple kind of phases and acts to it that are feel very distinct because it is kind of like this throwback movie, right? It's like glamorizes old Hollywood. It's set in the 40s probably, it seems like um Cooper's like this kind of con man like, you know, mentalism guy in the circus that just keeps up jumping his way up into increasingly dangerous situations and um, he just pushes it and pushes it. And dude, I, I watched this movie actually in a few parts because I was like, no one had told me that it's going to be good and that it has this awesome ending. So I was like kind of like going through it at my own pace. Like, am I really going to even finish this? Um, I'm so glad I did because it just gets better and better. And the third act is a fucking knockout. And as soon as you you, the movie ends and the credits roll, you'll be like, "Yep, that's that's a movie that should be nominated for Best Picture." I get it. Yep. Um, I liked it. I liked. It, I'd enjoyed watching it, and I've thought about it even more than I've thought about Power of the Dog. So now that's my favorite movie of the year. I think besides, I mean, Spider Man, I get it. But like for like a really powerful movie, dude, Nightmare Alley was just killer, man. Well, and gets gets like big and violent and hard R rated and. Um, I don't know, Ryan, what did you think, man?
1: The, and, and the performances were fantastic. Uh, I mean, yeah, across the board. Um, <clears throat> I agree with everything that you said. Um, I think it's a little bit long, but like, as I kept thinking about it, kind of like you have, I realized like they were lulling you into like mm-hmm. a false sense of confidence in the second act. And that's very intentional. Yeah to like kind of lure you into like, Oh, okay. Maybe I, you know, Oh, uh, well, what about that thing with the guy that I talked to, you know, last week. And then it's, and it's like, before you know it, then they're into the third act and it's like, Oh shit. Like, Oh, that stuff mattered in the second act yes. quite a bit. So
2: that's the thing too, right? Like during the second act is I think where it gets a little tough for people. Maybe if you're, you know, cause you're like, Wait, why was I at the circus before? Why am I here now? It seems yep. very disjointed. And boy, does it come together. So, dude, Nightmare Alley, absolutely hottest rack. Heavy rack. It's on um heavy rack. It's on HBO Max and Hulu, I think. Yep. For whatever reason, they both both bought it. So, dude, it's available. Um, Ryan, i or Eric, I'd love for you to watch it and, and share
1: your thoughts on it because it's it's quite the film and it's, yeah, it's not like, it's not scary. Um, there are scary ish element elements to it, but nothing where you're like, I couldn't, I can't handle that. And then, you know, there is a little bit of violence, but it's few and far between and it's very palatable. Yeah. It's just a big, another, I mean, I, I liked
2: this way more than shape of water, which I thought that would deserved its nomination, but boy, did I love this movie. Yeah. All right, uh, Jim, you watched a
0: few movies on HBO this week. You watched Kimmy, Antlers, and Nobody. Which of these movies
2: should our listeners be watching? Bob Odenkirk in Nobody is a must-watch. You wouldn't think so? You think, like, dude, this is just some throwaway action movie, and it kind of is. Um, You know, it's that same story of, like, Boring family man that gets no respect. Well, it turns out he used to be a trained killer, or whatever, and he's got skills that a certain set of skills you didn't know about. It's sort of been done, but dude, the action scenes and the fight scenes in this movie are inspired. I mean, this is like the, watching this was like the first time I watched. Uh, what's the one with with Keanu Reeves? What the hell is that? John Wick. Okay, so the that was like it was like the first time I watched John Wick. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's not great. It's not perfect. It's kind of cheesy and it's like, you know, it's not like top tier tell uh, movie stuff. But it, anyways, that one's good. Kimmy, I think comes, it sounds, it sounds like you're second.
1: describing taken more than John Wick.
2: Yeah, you're right. I mean, it is kind of like, it's, it's definitely kind of both. I can see shades of both. It felt pretty original too, as I was watching it, dude, I just think it's a really fun movie. Very violent, like super wild, like gross violent. Um, Eric, maybe you don't want to actually watch that one, to be honest, but (laughs) yeah, nobody is a hot wreck for like a pretty mindless, brutally violent action movie. Nobody's fantastic. Uh, antlers was like a pretty crazy out there, big budget horror movie that I give like a C minus C I would watch it. It gets a little crazier towards the end. And then Kimmy was Steven Soderbergh. Um, doing some kind of like, you know, Big Brother technology is the enemy. And it's one of those like movies where like Woman in the Window, you know, where it's better as a play because it's like one set. I think they did it during the pandemic. And it's Zoe Kravitz. And she's just like a person that's too afraid to leave her house. And I finished the movie. And I think it's, it's probably like a C minus. It's just not worth it. Um, should have been a play. If I was at the theater and Zoe Kravitz was there and I was into it, that's a good time at the theater. But when you're watching a movie, you're like, can they have more than one set and one, just maybe two actors, please? Um, anyways, yeah. So, bang, bang, one, two, three. That's my order. Nobody is definitely worth watching. And they're all on HBO. Okay. Um, so, Antlers wasn't
0: wasn't weird because it seemed like it was like the weirdest premise of oh, the movie. Oh, it's very life.
2: weird. Oh, it's 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 weird. It's out and there. And it's dark. And it's got some good actors. It's got Jesse Clemens and Kerry Russell in it. Doing a horror movie, you don't see even that type of talent do horror often. So, all right, uh, well, guys, let's move on to our rewatch,
0: our new rewatch. We've decided to go back in time a little bit, um, to a more childlike movie for all of you guys who have families and want to do rewatches with us, but maybe don't feel like you can watch these movies with the time that you have. Well, you can do it this time because we are doing Pirates of the Caribbean. Dun, dun, Hell yeah. Dun, dun,
2: dun. Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. Do you remember how big of a deal these movies were when they first came? Humongous,
2: out? huge, expensive Jerry Bruckheimer movies for Disney. Um I mean, I feel like there was huge stars in it. Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley were massive at the time. Obviously, Johnny uh, Depp. Everybody was blown away by Johnny Depp's like kind of drunken rock star English ro- Rolling Stones looking
1: Jeffrey Jacob
2: Rush. Oh man. I'm excited for these movies. I remember really, really loving them. But I also remember, you know, they released them like every two or three years for a while, right? So I, and they're really like, to like they almost pick up where one picks like leaves off. And I remember never really fully grasping the story. So I think it's a perfect rewatch. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? Why is he now like cursed from the fucking Pearl and the thing with the deal? And where's their ship? And, I couldn't keep it all straight, so it's going to be a perfect rewatch.
1: Oh, and we got a scars Guard in this. I think.
2: Oh, hell yeah.
0: I'm I'm actually kind of excited. I think this is a series that I like. stopped watching and I, I started hating. And I don't know if that was fair. Um, I'm excited to give them a try one more time. And I think this is good because for all of you listeners who have families and kids, I think that maybe it's hard when we have all these suggestions for you and all these shows and you're trying to watch all these things. And... You need something to watch when your your kids are around. Well, hopefully you can do this one. So we're going to give it a try with um, our new rewatch, Pirates of the Rewatch. Yar! I love it. All right, guys. We're going to finish
2: up today with it or Banging.
1: Sweet. Two weeks
2: in a row. All right. Things- I got good ones this week. I've been like in hang or bang mode. So as can things I- either annoy me. Or pleasantly surprise me. I'm in the mode, so I wrote them down. So I, I'm I'm ready. So which one do you want to do first?
0: I'm gonna go.
2: I mean, let's just do let's do bang it first.
0: Okay, bang it first. All right, I'm gonna go first. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go bang it. February holidays. It's the worst month of the year. Yeah, it's such a shitty month that all the other months have thirty or thirty-one days, and this one has twenty-eight days because it sucks. It's the Which doldrums is nice,
2: of that it's short at least.
0: The doldrums of winter. It's the worst time and it's the most holidays. For some reason they pack all the holidays into this trash month. So we have more reasons to take time off, to celebrate, to have love and romance, whatever it may be. So I'm gonna give you some examples of why February is trying to pile on the holidays to, to hide this trash month. Okay. Presidents Day. Great. Day off of work for a lot of people, right? We're celebrating presidents. How do we even do that?
2: <laughs> right. It we're nobody like, yes, talks about the presidents. We're
0: thankful for our presidents. That's the day. Valentine's Day. I know a lot of people talk shit about Valentine's Day, but it's a reason for candy, for love and romance, for maybe for our single listeners, you know, hitting up that person who you've been talking to lately. I don't care. Whatever it is. Everyone it's cool it's to like hate Valentine's right. Day. Uh Groundhog's Day. Not Ooh. sure why. Everyone dresses up in, like old timey outfits and Trust a groundhog to be wrong every year about the weather, but that's okay. Um,
2: Galentine's Day,
0: right? <laughs> Celebrate your uh, your loveless
2: life with your girlfriends. Uh, the okay, Super Bowl, now you're definitely making them up, so that's cool, but all right, Valentine's Day
0: is a real thing, February 13th. Oh, okay, the,
2: the Super Bowl,
0: right? Not, every not February, a, holiday. a Super Bowl that needs a, 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 a holiday that needs to happen, yeah. Super Bowl Monday should be a holiday. It should be a day off for everybody. Uh, Darwin Day. We celebrate evolution. Um, Extraterrestrial Culture Day. How is that celebrated? Not even sure. Safer Internet Day. Okay. Uh, National Love Your Pet Day. That happens in February. Uh, National Freedom Day. I feel like that's Uh called July 4th. 4th of July, but I guess it happens in February too. National Condom Day. That happens in February. Did you know that? No, because you guys don't use them. National Pizza Day. All right. That's in I'm February. Listening. Hey, I got pizza on National don't Pizza cry. Day. That one's real. Don't cry over spilled milk day. That's a day in February. I'm telling you, we know this is what a month. What about Lincoln's birthday?
1: Did you say Lincoln's birthday already?
0: I, I Abe Lincoln, the guy lived in the 1800s. Who cares? I'm just saying, we pile on the holidays. This month stinks, and I'm banging it. With all the February
2: holidays. Okay. No, that was great. That was great. All right. I'm going to plug. I'm going to give a shout out to people. And this is a group of people that are just underappreciated at this point. Okay. Um, They just need some love. And maybe they're your run of the mill people, but they're becoming more special. And that's truly omnivorous people. I am one of them. There's not that many of them out there anymore. There's everybody's got allergies now. Everybody has, I don't eat gluten, but I do eat cheese on Sundays only twice a week though. And then sometimes I'm dairy free only when I'm not on my keto. Dude, it's very hard to have these people in my life all the time. Like I love them and they're special and allergies. I get it. Like these are important things to pay attention to, but there's something about just a nice omnivorous person. That's like, Hey, what do you want to eat? Don't care. Do you need it? Do you care what's on the pizza? Nah, you pick. Because you're they're not very picking. special. If you're an omnivorous person right now and you're like, yeah, I really guess I don't have any dietary requirements. Just give yourself a little pat on the back because there's just fewer and fewer of y'all.
1: The cats. only thing I will, I'm, my <laughs> only counter argument to everything that you said is when someone's like, yeah, I don't care. And you like, order the pizza that you want. And they're like, oh, uh, actually, I don't really like chicken. And then you're like, well, you told me you said you didn't care. And then that causes yeah, like a, a, a it's thing. Not gonna like.
2: Well, right. I mean, but you know what I'm saying because there's people that can't eat damn near anything. Yeah,
1: I'm, so, I'm omnivorous. Um, <laughs> I, the only thing, if you were like, hey, I'm putting black olives on the pizza, I'd be like, actually, you could put anything on the pizza except black or green olives, and I'll be happy with it. Like, that's my only complaint. Because right. we can still have preferences, Ryan. Yeah, if that's you different. all
0: if you, if you eat If you put olives on a pizza, it's like you're eating pizza on top of your olives because all it's all you can taste, is too, you too can too taste. Well. All, especially black
1: olives that's all you
0: can taste yeah um i will say this guys i am a problem i'm lactose intolerant even though i don't pay any attention to that i just am sick a lot and i also can't eat shellfish even though i enjoy them can't eat them it's terrible i'm not a fun date i can't have lots of things
2: Right, I know that you're not in this group.
1: Ooh.
2: yeah, but I mean, you're close. You don't have a ton of ton of issues. I don't have I also, a lot of issues yeah. with you. We're generally just doing fine.
1: Well, that Eric. Now that right, I know I'm, that, I'm not bringing pizza anymore to the house. No, I'm lactose intolerant. And I just I just put up. I with know, it. but I'm just saying, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuel that anymore. You should. You I'm gonna give you. Should. You're getting I, cheese-free <laughs> pizza moving forward, just bread and sauce.
0: I refuse oh. to let. Lactose intolerance. Keep you down. Uh, get in my way. <laughs> I'm going to live my best
1: life. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do you got for bang it? Um, remote starter for your car uh, <laughs> Oh, it's yes. pretty invaluable. Cool. Um, I can't stress this. I just got it like a month ago, and I cannot Ooh. stress how fucking awesome it is in Minnesota to have this Not only that, but like if you have a newer car and and based on like whatever starter you buy, when it starts up, they can set, they can make the settings, turn on the seat warmer, turn on the rear defroster and turn on the front windshield defroster as well. And so like Mm -hmm. by the time you get in there, the seats warm, the back windshield's pretty much defrosted and you, you might only have to like brush off a little bit on the front window. Like it's worth its weight in gold. I, I I absolutely love it and wish I would have gotten one sooner. That's I want you guys know
0: I used to have a car that um, you could start the car with your cell phone. That's cool. It was the so phone? cool. I don't. I don't even remember one of my uh, old cars. Some car I used to have. I could start you it crashing some deer with or something. Who knows? Yeah, I could start it with my phone. It was amazing. So all right, hang it time. I'll go first. I'm going to go with something that I can't stand at this point. And I'm not, I'm not going to try to be political. I, I don't shy away from being political on this show. But I'm going to try not to be political. I'm going to try to say both sides here. Um, I want to hang it with political influencers. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with them. I don't know why these people are famous. I don't know why anyone listens to them. Their entire job is to rile people up. And I just can't stand them. I don't want to hear from any of them. I'm going to say, even, even I know this, this guy's got a bigger job than this, but he doesn't on social media. Jake Tapper, Charlie Kirk, Ann Coulter, Jack posobiec These people are just going on Twitter just to rile people up and make them upset. They're, just trolls. And they're that, just trolls. Yeah, They're just trolls. All they do is say racist stuff or they call people out or they're ageist or they're sexist or whatever it is. It just sucks. I hate these people. They shouldn't be famous. Why yeah. are they? Why do we pretend these people know any more than we do? I could be a full-time troll. If you want to pay me... If you guys want to pay me millions of dollars a year to pick a political party and then just piss everybody off, let me know how to sign up.
2: It's just obviously the new new Hassan guy, the guy with all the the rings. He's like he's on the left and he's unbearable. I hate all
1: these people. They're
0: just awful. Hang it. Done with these people. Political
1: influence. And Eric, you know, you know where your bread would be buttered is on the right. Like you'd be it'd be very easy to be. A right wing troll and get like a million. I'm
0: more. not going to name any names, but um, the mo- when the money is right, people like Roe Jogan and and Red Red Cock just happily move on over there to get enough t- to get all that right wing influencer money.
1: <laughs> Why
2: did it take me so long to come up with who Red Dude?
1: Same, same, dude. I was like, hold on, hold yeah. on, I got it, and then I was like, oh yeah, Kid Rock. Got I'm it. a dumb fuck. It took me forever. I was like,
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. ba
1: with a ba." I got you.
2: Um, all right. I got one for you guys. It's how everybody now calls everything trauma. Okay. Everything is trauma, but like trauma has got like a definition. And like my wife is a, is a, a school-based therapist. She deals with kids with trauma. Um, and there's kind of like this crazy watering down of depression and anxiety and trauma and PTSD and now everybody's just like self-diagnosing like i'm a little depressed today i really need to need a coffee like dude they're kind of making light of like actual people that have gone through a lot of stuff that need special help and now like you know you're just having a bad day at work and it's like trauma you know so i just i think that people need to like chill out with that a little bit you know say you had a bad day instead of a traumatic fucking experience that's what yeah, i
0: think there's some real levels to it and um people like to be able to talk about that they've had all these bad times some people really have
1: yeah and it sounds cooler not. like i think that i i think yeah. there is a certain subsection of society that enjoys portraying their life struggles as some massive psychological barrier right mm-hmm. where they're like One of our listeners right now who
0: has had the hardest time um, not liking their job and not always being happy with themselves, and they got in a fight with their parents before, is never going to listen
2: to us again. I know. Because they just literally posted, like, my life has been so traumatic lately. (laughs) Life has been so traumatic lately. My boss is... Life is hard and I get it. I don't know. I didn't really mean to go quite so deep, but I just can't stand seeing, like, that language normalized. So it's like, dude, if you haven't been like diagnosed as someone that's gone through trauma, you probably haven't.
1: It's well, it's like uh it's an escalation from the word triggered, right? Like triggered, triggered started off as like uh from like the guys that went to Vietnam. Right. And then when the fireworks were going off on the 4th of July, like it triggered like the PTSD in their head. And now people, you know, there are people that are like, well, your uh, man spreading on the subway triggers me, and it's like, well, that's not the same thing. Like, it doesn't; there, yeah. those aren't one to one. Yeah, it's a it's a delusion. It's like a delusion, not delusion, delusion of
2: real problems. But, anyways, all right. Um, who's left?
1: Brian. It's me, man. I'm going to be really like scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I don't. don't I don't have anything really to to hang. Um, except I will say like kind of in the same vein of what Eric is, was talking about with the, the, the trolls. I think those exist in sports and there are certain reporters or journalists or what have you that like hold the water of like agents more than they do of like actually reporting the news. And so like guys like Schefter that, you know, try and get out ahead of of something like what was it with the Dalvin Cook story? Like that stuff is unacceptable in my opinion, and and just having these guys just put out these news stories and then letting the world run with them, I feel like is irresponsible journalism, and it's kind of annoying, and I'm kind of over it. So I'll uh, I'll just leave mm-hmm. it at that. It's, it's well, didn't Shefty just get in
2: some trouble anyways because he was sort of helping write? He was sort of saying, "Hey, I'll you know if you give me the scoop, I'll just sort of like write whatever you want to like Dan Snyder or something like that." What was that about? Yeah, 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 and then the NFL like didn't release any of the Dan Snyder stuff, but like fired other
0: people. Yeah, good Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, I think that we should talk about one more thing, guys, before we leave, and that's what everybody wants to hear us talk about, and that is Kanye West.
2: Mm. Poor dude. Well, not poor dude. He's I mean, I'm sick of him. (laughs) He's not well. Are I mean, we? Are how many we, times can he do this? Are we team Kanye or are we team Skeet Davidson? <laughs> the Skeet nickname is so funny. Of course, I'm team Skeet. Uh, I'm Pete, Pete Skeet Davidson. he doesn't make good music anymore. Pete Davidson has moved up so much in his
0: celebrity level over the last few months, from already dating all of the most beautiful women in the world to now um, being accused by Kanye West of sleeping with Hillary Clinton. This stuff is wild. While he's dating Kim Kardashian, things are out of control. How about the Kanye picture of him with his friends? First, he crossed off Pete Davidson. Then he crossed off Kid Cudi. Yep. Then the only guy who's left is Timothy Chalamet. What about him offering to double Michael Chase's salary to quit SNL? Yeah. This stuff is absolutely lunacy. He broke up with his girlfriend and sent a truck that said he is what? He
2: is completely crystal clear. The vision is crystal clear. Crystal clear. With two It was crystal
0: clear with KK with a bunch of roses to Kim Kardashian. This stuff is insane. And Kanye has joined the likes of Bezos and Musk and Trump and Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> I don't know, you name them, as the world's main supervillains at this point. Kanye has lost it. He's
2: completely out of say his mind. He's almost on the level of Ridcock. As red cock, <laughs> he's right there. Pretty much, pretty much. Is. Did Kanye? Did he, Kanye,
1: Kanye play cool. in the NFL at some point? Because I feel like he's on the like end stage of CTE. Yeah, issues. I know, I know. Yeah, it's he, really.
2: It's been it's a really lot. Um, all know, all I don't know about the Civil War. I just War. I, he just yeah. I mean, he's just gonna end up hospitalized again eventually. I guess. I mean, you can't end, end like a manic episode without hospitalization, I feel like. And that's what's uh, what we're headed for. I mean, if we're it, um, real quick,
1: if we're going to draw similarities, it feels a little bit Everson Griffin like. Mm-hmm. And this is not in, in a way to like make fun of either of them. This is not joking. No, it's bad. But yeah. this is like you see the behavioral patterns and at least what we hear about publicly um, and they kind of line up. And that's not healthy for Kanye. Mm-hmm.
2: Or his family or anybody. Right. It's like, especially dude, the kids. If you make Kim Kardashian like this big sympathetic figure, you know you're an evil piece of shit.
0: And Skeet Davidson, who is now like the hero of the world. So all about this. It's crazy. It's nuts. Um, he's hanging out with Antonio Brown, who's quitting games on the sideline and ripping his jersey off. Things are crazy right now. And the world is a crazy place. So, Hopefully we're grounding you a little bit. When you listen to your good friends here at the Nordies podcast, that's all that the time we have this week real quick. And uh,
1: hopefully you guys, that's like the oh. real, sorry. That's like the bill Burr bit of like two guys that work together, but didn't know that they were both like mentally insane. And they're like, started talking to each other and like, Oh, you know, yeah, that actually sounds really good now. And then it's like, now there's two of them. And then you, like, that's Antonio Brown and Kanye West meeting to like combine powers and all of a yeah. sudden, like now they're both like validating what the other person is saying. Like, yeah, dude, the world is totally against you. Like, yeah, I fucking know, man. Like the whole world is against me, you know, like and that's just going to expound on on one another. And like what a toxic relationship. That's
2: what the Internet does. every yeah. day for people, dude, as well, those so. two,
1: those two guys should spend as little time together as humanly possible. Right. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: All right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Go back, check out our sports cast. We break down the Super Bowl, the Vikings new coaching staff, and we talk Premier League and Champions League. Uh, but until next week, thank you for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.